Let's talk a little bit about how to love yourself first, channeled guidance, protecting the future, talking about self-regulation and secure attachment, which is chatting about being a human. And these are new pieces of information that finally the lovely mental health community, those who are serious, neuroscientists, therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, all of the good ones, they're sharing with us, but people don't actually hear them. The teenagers, they use them to label themselves. So we're going to get to instead talk. Now, as for mysticism, 5D mystic knows there's no plane of good and bad, this evil and can evil medieval, meaning it's in a mind's eye, yes. Do people experience visions, seeing things? Yes. And what a 5D mystic, enlightenment functional adult, can tell you, it's thanks to my attachment and trauma and foreign background. I'm educated. I have some lovely educational certificates, more courses to keep consuming and learning from. Some don't give me certificates, but I have plenty of hours of background information courses, trauma basic courses with NICBM. So thanks to that knowledge, I get to share with you what I had noticed already, which is ascension energies have lovely trauma memory charges come up. People who have big trauma, they can see entities. Sometimes they are consumed by perceptions of things around them but see this is the part 4d perpetuates these stories as do tv and documentaries that are not documentaries because if they were real documentaries but then again they are uh, so let me put it this way not everybody's interested in being a human and knowing our mental health involves your brain my brain and that there's no demons they prefer telling you a story and so docu-series or whatever it is, oh, look, here's the story of a man who was possessed by the devil. I watched part of it. And instead, thanks to my knowledge with uh, disorganized attachment and dissociative identity disorder, thank you, Daniel Siegel, for that course, I know that what I witnessed on TV, and thank you also, Patrick McNamara, the religious self, he has a lovely book, and he's been interviewed, and shares how after studying many brains, he's a neuroscientist, there is no demon that takes possession of you. Your brain receptor or your fear receptor in your brain is acting wonky and stuff like that. So as an explanation, I want to explain it. I've explained it before and I can lead you to the uh, video if you need it. But point is, it's like when they found out epilepsy was not because the gods were angry at you, but because something happens in your brain and they stopped giving up the poor goats uh, and the blood of goats for sacrifice. Okay. We're in 2024, we still have shamans and 4D mystics and spirituality people who are convinced of their stories. And in fact, they are convinced so much so that when they're describing to you something, they think it's actual mental warfare and they describe it as if that's actually powerful. And the 5D mystic will see a shaman and I just, again, 4D mystic type person and be like, okay, now that is pseudo-liveness with a teenager in the room and they believe in magic and not in the part of science's magic that works. They actually believe in this thing that they saw being something that is mental warfare in an actual like thing, like a movie. 
I'm describing this this way. So if you're new and you believe in evils or devils, please go with your 4D mystics so that you can have fun with that. Here we talk about data, and that's why I'm pseudoscience lady, though, because I'm not the data person, but I do learn from data people. That's academics, researchers, people who continue to conduct research, write books. I like to write books differently, and that's because I made a choice when I started to write the Inner Growth Mindset book and when I got out of academia. And because I'm not trying to prove shit, I'm actually trying to help people. So my support is that you can become a person too. Your humanity lies within your secure attachment and self-regulation skills, which I can help you achieve easily, yes. But I can also help you understand that if we need a therapist, if you need a therapist, there's a reason and there's nothing to be ashamed of and there's no need to insult our family members. But big trauma does involve your household. And lo and behold, any person that's had any type of demonic whatever shit go, out, go down, they're not a devil. They don't have monsters inside of them, but they do have a shit show of probably trauma memory that they would want to, if they only cared about themselves enough, to understand that they're not a piece of shit and nobody is. But I mean, the teenager who lives pseudo-liveness loves hypervigilance. No, they don't love it. They just know that their default mode network turns alive every time they're in a dangerous, no, it's not physically dangerous situations, but some do go seeking out physical danger, meaning let me be put in situations where I need to survive because they feel alive in survival mode, like some people who feel better out in the nature land of the middle of nowhere. And you can't really tell a person that that's because they're judging humanity because that's the other part about our lovely species. The human suffering love narrative is what they like to know. It's what we have. So the human love narrative people, and here we go again with 5D mystics, enlightenment functional adults, that's me. Uh, We get to share something different. And so enlightenment, the human way also. Okay, my way of doing channeled guidance is very different than when you will... Go and have somebody lecture you. I don't treat you like a child. You're not a child. And in fact, actually, to be yourself, you have to be able and have discernment. And that means you have to be able to have the balls to know I am a smart person for real, not pretend. So that means I do know what inner and outer well-being means. And if I am in relationships that I get upset at all the time, not doing well. If my body doesn't actually thrive i'm not doing well and compulsive activity fucking drugging eating alcoholing shopaholic whatever it is once it becomes a habit and compulsive and my soothing mechanism which fucking is that some people don't realize it just because movies and the past had a way of translating it to the norm, and here's where it's called evil ignorance. Okay, so I'm going to give you an idea of this, because see, people like to blame the mass media. I don't blame. The people who blame are, again, teenagers. It's unfair. You didn't listen. It's not a three-year-old, because a three-year-old just pouts about it. That's the emotion. That's implicit stuff, whatever. And the teenager is the one who's like, it's unfair. I don't want to do it. Okay, so let's uh, also talk about something, first of all. If you have meta-awareness skills, that would mean you can be aware of your thoughts and your emotions. And when you pout, like a little child, you know how to say, stop pouting, it's okay. 
we can talk about this. Uh, let's not exaggerate what I don't like, what I'm angry about, what I'm sad about, because that makes me distorted in my reality and what I'm about to think about. So that's called a common sense person who also has the guts to be objective and say, I'm not going to pout. When I come across the people who are mystics, sciences, and they're not actual people who should be mystics or sciences for a smart person like myself, I shut my mouth. I don't feel frustrated because a long time ago I realized that I don't believe that people are stupid, even though I will tease about it because they frustrate me. What I believe in is you. And now I know why people are stupid, though, meaning why they're blind. It's called their ego self, which I had figured that one out, but not so much. It's their child self, the past. And so anyways, it's all their energy. And there's an explanation. I just don't want to give it right now. So I got answers from attachment and trauma-informed educators. And I had already told God, hey, God, this evil thing. Yeah, no, I see human suffering. As for the devil, he was an angel. And for all I know, since politicians apparently do this thing where they, behind the scenes, might be shaking hands while we think we're going to shit, I'm going to say you and the devil might have shaken hands and you just don't want us to know. And, you know, there's that thing called free will. Now I know about determinism, but still, once you have knowledge, here's where you do have the free will choice to say, you know what, I'm going to go and work on my content, the implicit memory that I got that's creating the consistent shitty life that I have. I'm going to go to sensory motor or somatic experiencing therapists that also have child parts work and EMDR so I can unstuck and I can have my left and right mode speak to each other so I can get out of this bilateral non-integration that I have and start to act like myself, which is a person who's emotionally mature because I want to be able and self-regulate and have secure attachment to be an actual badass. It's called a conscious lover. It means I know how to show up fully, completely, tell you, wow, you know what? Today I was so pissed. Ask you all the questions in the world without ever feeling ashamed, which is where the 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult is at. So here I share stories in order to make sure people understand. I know how to have no shame as a three-year-old and a teenager. And first and foremost, as a person who will not say anything, if you can't say something nice, say nothing, but not because I'm a nice gal. No, I've never considered myself nice. No, I'm simply direct. There's two different things. I know how to ask a question. I know how to tell you what I'm thinking. And I don't like to lie. But I mean, as a teenager, I did learn how people use when you say all the truth. And that's when I said, you know, white lies, I think it makes sense. And you know what you learn from the good therapists, how they teach their patients, their clients, how no, you don't have to say everything. So children learn how to grow up organically or some people get a good therapist or some people get a good whatever and they get to become an inner adult. And I say whatever to mean all of those other professionals that are in the in the in between. Now, if you allow people to lecture you, I know you're a teenager, and I know plenty of coaches that will help you get through the stages of your unrequainted love situations. Okay. That's where you get taught how to love yourself first. No, you get taught why it's confusing for you, apparently, to keep your attachment needs. And that would mean secure attachment within your body and self-regulation in the forefront. That means I feel in my ventral vagal state good to be myself. So here I can tell you how it is. 
as a polyamory person who didn't have a word, but I still had many lovers that I loved to the death of me and that will never go away. I didn't have shame in sharing it. Was I afraid? Not really. But then again, did I know that it was different? Of course. <laughs> we live in a mononormative world, which is also a materialistic world. So the idea that a person didn't accept that you can love more than one was made very clear to me when people say, I think you don't know love. Maybe you're traumatized from your twin flame or flames. <laughs> they don't speak the truth. See, people don't know how to tell you what they think, except for the ones who don't really have the ability to want to create a relationship. Some people, some, they don't tell you the truth either way, but Okay, so when people do tell you the truth, it's a conversation uh, because that's the whole point. We don't actually say, let me shame, blame, fault, or avenge you. Back to the example of why did this uh, compulsive fucking become something that was looked at as cool? Well, the distorted image of the alpha male that is distorted by the very person who coined the term, he said, people who used it on the New York Times or wherever it was, they distorted it. An alpha male is an actual male of their tribe that takes care of their herd. They have to know how to show up fully, completely as a nurturer. But, you know, in our world, that isn't what they really wanted to do. I forget how he explains it, but I remember Eric Fromm did the same thing when it comes to why our species thinks that a human being will fight. No, no. Instinctively, you will flee away. And that's because fear will say, save the fucking ass of yours, and I don't give a shit. You're not thinking, you're just running. And while some people, most teenagers, oh, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid. <laughs> really, okay, fine, I'm afraid though. So some people know how to just hide their feelings of insecurity because they don't want to be vulnerable. Others learn how to do the white lie thing, which is not something I enjoyed having to implement because... For me, why should I omit information? See, I learned how to just omit. So yeah, to not share who I am, basically. No, I share who I am on the surface because that's what teenagers want anyways. That's, excuse me, no, they just judge books. No, they don't really know what you're sharing because they don't care about you from the inside, meaning they're not looking to who you are. They already assume they know who you are. That's what a teenager does. With their nervous system, because they know the entire world, with their generalizations and stereotypes. Men choose to be the ones who are hunters and I just wanna fuck you. I will not ever wanna make a friend that is a girl because their friends will tell them that's how it works. And women will obviously go and say men will. And so I learned how not to assume this, but I also learned as I grew up that I couldn't actually be nice to men and that I had to maintain a very firm look tone all of it and they call it you know me being defensive for trauma no it's me actually not wanting to have to handle you making advances and I need to say no to you and you just had one agenda the whole time and I <laughs> didn't want to be that and then I have to perpetuate the story so long story short it's really boring to have so many teenagers around, but you learn how to make do with what you got and not because that's all of human beings. And thank goodness we finally have some actual men out there. Some, not a lot, but there are some. And not the women who are yelling at those poor men and saying, you're all toxic. No, they're, they're not any smarter or wiser. So gender stereotypes and generalizations are actually conducive for people to staying in their trauma. And in fact, in this case, we have transgenerational and cultural trauma when it comes to men and women and 
and all of that because people don't actually talk about the truth, which is the alpha male dude has explained, he's a science person, how people distorted his alpha male equation. Then there's the neuroscientist, the lovely trauma therapist attached to it. So Stephen Porges, love, thank you. Him and his wife were going to write a book on saying love is not unrequainted. Love is only going to take place when you're safe to be yourself with another person because it's only when you're soothe system when your ventral vagal nervous system is online which a person who has no secure attachment and self-regulation skills doesn't know if they have it or not so i'll explain to you in a minute what that looks like and uh, as for why we began to think that tantric journey the western world fucked with what is spiritual content and made it into because Western, they do consume if I'm a material girl and I'm so yes, those all those songs came from there. And in the land of I'm not from that place, I am from the Western world. So I have no cultural background. But when I hear from Sadhguru and the spirituality guru he is, I learn from him that at least India and that part of the world or whatever part of the world when he's talking. He shares wisdom from the past, so I understand that, no, they're not like the Western world. They do understand tantric for what it is, and they don't make it out to be some porn shit or whatever it is that when we had whatever dude his name was who created basically sex movies and, and you know, and then people who decided to start watching it. And, you know, I'm not going to talk about the devil and sin because, gosh, that's pretty fucking you know, whatever, man, what year do you live in? But I will share that it is something that's proven to be definitely not your healthy inner or outer well-being. And I do know people who are distorting their research in an effort to promote habits that are not actually about the pureness of sex because if you really think about it it's we need to procreate and we don't need to procreate right now although some people think that it's fake that we are overpopulated i'm gonna say right now we really need to get our ecosystem in check so i'm happy that there are people who are not having children i don't want children and that they're just trying to fuck to have fun and you know getting to figure that one out without trauma is going to be a great and interesting deal in the future as well so here protecting the future there's a lot of things that we're going to get to talk to in time Personally, I'm one person, I don't have all the knowledge, but what I can say, let me go back, is compulsive. And I've seen people that use the tarot cards that say, oh, you're fucking to clear people's aura. No, I do Reiki and I have cleared people's aura. Uh, when they come out and don't change shit about their life, they still have their child self leading the way. And so they have not healed. In fact, as Patrick Tiahan, childhood trauma survivor healed and healing and therapist says, Reiki's not going to help you to learn about your inner child because it's only going to clear your energy field and help you feel better. But when you wake up tomorrow, Bill, if he looks at me one more time, that's actually your inner child and you didn't do anything about it and Reiki won't do anything about it. And that's, in fact, very accurate. So when you're a common sense person, you will know when you're doing something compulsively. If you want to hide the truth to you, like the teenagers, I'm not afraid <laughs> I'm not insecure. I don't have an ego. So you can keep doing that like adults do that I see all the time doing it. Okay, 20 minutes in, I've explained and now we want to speak. I want to speak and channel for you. So self-regulation means you regulate your actual nervous system. When likes and dislikes come about, you use meta-awareness. 
because you're able to use your left and right mode of the brain. If you want to pout, it's called you want to ruminate. And that's where you can leave right now because you won't like what I'm going to share with you as all teenagers don't like this part. Because you want to be with the ones who say human suffering is this is the deal. It's not true that I can be gooey, ooey, ooey. And actually, you know what? I don't want to be. I don't want to be in the ooey, gooey, ooeyness. I don't want to feel safe in my body. I don't want to feel this thing. It feels nasty to me. And I'm going to share with you that's sad because it means you don't know secure attachment or self-regulation. You like to be in hypervigilance. And I'm going to say it's sad because I know what that means for your body. And that's your feminine, your divine feminine. But I know that you're not willing to work with your brain and your left and right mode. You're not willing to work with the images, sensations, meanings, affects, and behaviors that come up because you want to feel the hypervigilant mode drama that you're used to because that's what you're used to and you think that I'm asking you to do something. No, I'm not asking. I'm explaining, by the way. And here's why, as Patrick Tiahan points out, when he has people reach out, comment on his stuff and say that he is ruining families while he is helping a person who wants to get out of their childhood trauma and become their adult, those are the people who don't want to do emotional. He calls it lifting. Because he knows it as lifting, because he had childhood trauma. I don't, so for me, it's just emotions. I'm not lifting shit. In fact, give me physical stuff, and that's when you're going to see me pout and be in pain and probably be like, I give up right now. I don't even want to try, unless I'm starving somewhere, because, you know, luckily I'm in 2024. So, yes, I'm going to choose to be lazy. And I'm going to go get a machine and say, here, machine, lift it for me, please, because I don't want to do it and I don't want to break my back because I want to live to get old with a back that works. So I choose to be a human being who is in the future and right now does not want to live in the forest. And that's because I like people and I like the advanced technology we have. And that's where I'm happy. Some people are not. Bye. Go to the forest. Have fun out there. I ain't coming. Nope. I'm city girl. Mwah. Love you. See you tomorrow. No, probably never see you again. <laughs> I ain't coming there. So that's how it works. It's okay. So, so the human suffering bit, what I try to explain to you is I've met teenagers. They continue to pout about life and uh, love. The one, it's my twin flame, but they won't ever come back to me until I achieve. So long story short, there's no perfect timing and your twin flame and twin flame story. It's the thing. Okay, it's real, yes, it's not a saga. It's only a saga and drama for the individuals who live their life based on a story. Okay, so they don't learn to self-regulate, and they don't learn how to securely attach. They create dependent, and this is where the karmic relationships come into the mix, but it's not karmic in the way that will be an end or not an end, because when you perpetuate your household environment and you're a person who has childhood trauma, you're continuing to try to save and make your home safe for you. And it's normal in my book, because when you don't have, you know, people are such a contradiction. So the therapists have their role because they're trying to inform in a specific way and people will look to them to go heal childhood trauma. I'm a person who's a mystic. 
and I'm an enlightenment functional adult. I'm here for your personal development. So let me spell out to you the direct truth and nothing but the truth. I was a child growing up in a family as I got older, and now I'm an adult in a family. I will never in a million years call my mother anything. And if you dare call my mother something, you will be blacklisted like that. No, now that I'm an adult, you won't. But if you had caught me as a teenager or a young adult, you speak a word about my mother because I had people. No, not mine. Oh, no. Third parties. Yes, not mine. So I forget my, my lovely emotional plane sometimes. But my family have never remind me. And here, let's talk about being grounded. Do I think Maria's mannerisms of getting fuming into Kali mode was right? No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I told God, Jesus, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to get pissed. But I did do this one thing. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. As I got harassed at the table and more when I say I love all polyamory people, we get harassed by the monoamory ones. So a different number of equations got given to me. One, it's the end of the world. Who are you going to save? The other was when we talked about people who kill, and I said I don't judge them or condemn them. And I believe it was my mother who turned to me and my sisters and said, well, if they kill mom, you're going to be, aren't you going to want revenge? I'm going to say that I said something along these lines of, of course, I would be really, really upset, like super upset. I would probably contemplate wanting to do that, but no, I wouldn't do it. Uh, one, because revenge doesn't actually help me bring you back to life. Two, I would end up in prison. Three, I would do something really horrible and bad. Uh, four, uh, I, no, it wouldn't help me get unupset. It, would, it wouldn't do shit to me. I would have lost you anyways, and I would know that that person has need of help because something's wrong. I would have forgiveness. I got taught it by Jesus and I didn't have any attachment information today. I know that I would still say, I need you to go. I want a good therapist for him. Court, I want him to go to Daniel Siegel. I, that's my request. I want this person to go to the good therapist person. That's my request. I don't want money. I don't want shit. And actually, yes, I want to do one thing. I want to hug them. Today, at my 43 years of age, I would be able to hug that person and then I would say, I'm so sorry. What's your story? I want to hear your story. And I would know this to be truth. And I would not feel ashamed or that I should say yes to the pitchfork people that are out there in the medieval times thinking that humanity is evil. No, as a mystic, I know it's not true. And it makes me cry that so many people don't actually know the truth about their self. So when you get harassed by people around you because you know how to easily love yourself and humanity, you know how to answer them, like my mother. And you know how to admit, do I and did I get pissed as fuck when people... So, yeah. And in fact, there's only one person on the face of there were two. The other person is a friend of mine. And I get reminded by people that don't understand what it means when you say things but you don't mean them. And see, hate is a very strong word, and I don't feel it. I can be frustrated and angry and have said it as a teenager, yes, but I never, ever mean it, ever, because I, I would feel so guilty in my heart. I, I, I still feel right here. Our states of self, they stay with us. I feel like my child version. I don't know which age. I'm thinking five or six or seven. 
where I'm being explained things and I'm like, no, I don't want to be evil. I don't want to hurt a person. Like I literally feel like a child who says, I don't want to be a mean child, but not because I'm judging other children. I'm a child. I don't want to. And FYI, <laughs> uh, I have had many times where I've cried, uh, one of which where I was rejected uh, and I was explained it was because I'm too serious. <laughs> so I went crying to my mother because all the children, and she says, I think it's probably five or six or four or five because it was in America where we had a little neighborhood and I went home crying because none of the boys and the kids would play with me. And my mother explained to me that it was because I was too serious because I, in fact, would sit the children down, read to them, and I would be, and as a teenager, I was the boring, annoying teenager, but it's okay. I found my crowd to be boring and annoying with, so I was happy. Okay, so this is the part of where every one of you, like I, have these child parts, these charged parts. I like what my teacher, Sue Martin, who's a therapist, explained to me. This was in my trauma basic course with somatopia and her way of giving me the information of our charged parts, but you can look at the internal family system model you can look at people who talk to you about the child parts work, okay? But again, I'm going to call it charged parts. So we have a zero one-year-old attached panicky, a three to seven shame submissive, a freeze of all ages, and that's where the panic attacks can come from. And then it's 11-12 flight, and that's when a person who's 11-12, let's say they're thinking of suicide, they actually think of it like the darkness doomsday because they mean nothing to anyone and it's all drama and depression kind energy and so if they would do it teenagers it's because they feel that they mean nothing like a ghost and then 14 15 16 is where i'm going to spite you so those teenagers would do it out of spite because i'm angry at you parent now this is the average so this is a person without big trauma okay so i need that to be clear because big trauma has another layer and I don't want to do psych education too much right now, but to explain, you have charges, they stay frozen in time, and they come up. And so when you're, though, a grown-up of yourself, like I am, it's a whole self, you don't struggle with it, because you know my feelings are coming up. And even without any psych education, that's why I don't call my parts one-year-old, three-year-old, no, but now I know how to share with you all when I have emotions, what, what year what age group it can be around and how my heart feels still that same age, but I'm a grown up and my adults can say, yeah, no, this is actually just a part of who I am. I don't want to hurt people. And here I'm a wise person. If today you ask me at 43, somebody kills your family. Do don't you want revenge? No. Don't you get angry? No, I feel sorry for the person. I will want them to be given the therapist, like I said, like if there's if there's a way for me to decide what are the repercussions, I want them to go to good therapy. I want them to stay, yes, wherever it is to keep people safe from them. If, if, if that must be, if yes, of course. I'm not happy about it. I would make sure that the police that are in there have all checked the box of their conscious lovers, means they're grown-ups emotionally and mentally. I don't want them to be living in their survival mode. No, I want them to be mentally and emotionally and physically adults. So I would want to check the prison they're going to, make sure that those people who are police are actually healthy emotionally and mentally so they're aligned. They don't go fucking drugging or sexing or, again, alcoholing or doing anything of the porn shit and whatever it is that the people, ah, I'm going to, no, I don't want any ancient silverback police. I want them all out 
oh, the therapist has to be a healed therapist for sure, not somebody who has unknowingly not only DID but narcissism all over the place and there's some superhero who has spiritual bypass or basically I'm going to save people. Uh, yeah, no, I don't want that. Uh, so there you go. I know exactly what I would want. I would want a healthy person. Integrated brain. It's called secure attachment, self-regulated person who has humanity and compassion in the forefront, a true alpha male and a true alpha female at that, a true alpha they. So that's what a herd alpha anyone will do. Our, our herd will survive, yes, but because we're no longer in the forest, we don't need to use our reptilian hypervigilant nervous system and going around fucking like bunnies. Back to the sex thing, and yes, basically, I'm going to say whatever came to be with this physical violence and how people handle each other, it's unfortunately not, don't bring it to me, please, get fucking away from me, you're this is where, if you want to know the emotion, yes, it's called disgust. And that's because in a physical way, you represent danger to me. And emotionally, you disgust me because not of sin. No, because what you're doing is something that I see very dangerously. You're all in your survival mode. You've got a biochemistry that in my room, my biochemistry feels, ugh. Because who knows what the fuck between endorphins and whatever it is that's going on in your body, your actual pH is off-putting, to say the least. So I can explain right here. Thank you, trauma attachment experts, for explaining to me, our nervous system and neuroscientists, for all that you give me about the sex circuit, the brain circuits of anger, all of it. <laughs> because now I know the chemistry that I perceive off of that. Yeah, yuck get away from me. And it's also because you're physically endangering me. And I really don't want to be around ignorant, evil people, men, women alike, because you're following a gender stereotype that dumbs down my species so much so that I see people who are from the silverback times, go live in the, go live in the forest, go live in the forest. Okay. Now let me calm down and not lecture here. I just popped into my brain an example. Why are we going to see 5d, 4d, 3D, 4D and 3D, just put them together. And it's all the distorted alpha male, alpha female shit, okay? Gender stereotypes, you name it. The not conscious lovers who like to do shit like I just described, and I'm serious when I say they like to. I have nothing to say. They can go and destigmatize it all they want. I'm going to speak about the fact that I know your nervous systems are not in soothed system at all, and you get to choose. Yeah, go for it. Go, go pick your sex therapist who will allow you to keep talking about how that is something that is to be done. I'm going to talk about how if you have neuroatypical, I have good therapists that are talking about wanting to do studies to figure out what your body works with best. That's great. Thank you so much. The studies, I can't wait to hear about them. In the meantime, the ones who are distorted, I know exactly who they are because I will use me. Like my lovely Jessica Fern with Polysecure, the book that I read, as I became a polyamory officially person to use the word, I'm like, I need to make sure I know how to come back. No, I just want to make sure I have it clear and that, yes, if I'm going to be addressed in any way, shape or form, I should have some knowingness to explain. No, just to have a conversation, really, because a person who's a grown up is going to ask questions. In fact, they're not going to uh, make accusations. Do we find grown-ups when it comes to polyamory? No, it's a monoamory world and all the people think you can only love one person. 
So I've known this my entire life, which is why I've been used to being able to explain. I love more than one person. I just love, and that's it. So when you're a person who loves, it's because you're in your suit system, people. That's your human nature. So love doesn't change when you're around people because it's your oxytocin gene hormone. Oh, let me go back to how do you know love? Your home is where the heart is, and that's where you feel safe. You feel one, and you feel welcomed, and you feel that you are lovingly accepted. You don't have to work for love, and you can share all of those emotions that you have and all of your opinions that you have, not me, Maria, you, just the way you are. Now let me step into this for a minute. And this means whether you're a fucking nightmare uh, person in my book that wants to do things that I find personally disgusting, whatever it is, okay, or that I find not right, I, Maria, know how to be an adult inside my body. You will know it because I will be in my suit system and I will be present and I will be attuning and I will be with curiosity, openness, awareness and acceptance and lovingness hearing you with my full ears, thank you, not only, what's his face, Stephen Porges, but also Rogers becoming a person, Carl Rogers, you can look up that book, he's a psychologist, therapist, something like that, and he made an impact in his field, so that's why he's an important name, and I believe he has a daughter that also wrote a book, but anyways, um, on that note, as I was trying to get to something, as a person listens to you for real when, when they repeat back to you what you just said to them. And as Stephen Porges points out, when you're sitting safely, and that means that you don't need to run off. And then as Daniel Siegel points out, when your sense of self feels felt by me, and you will know it because you'll be like, wow, this person gets me. Wow. Everything they are saying, it's like music to my ears. And it helps me feel understood. Oh my gosh, what are you, a mind reader? How is this happening? And the sweet, sweet, soft music is beautiful. I love this. I could be with you all day long. And actually, you help me feel so good to be myself. That's step one. And that's not everything. Okay, so... This is me giving you the understanding of what it means for a person, their sense of self to be felt. Now, when you have a healed person, as Daniel Siegel in his healing process with the lovely lady who has DID, had, excuse me, DID, she's healed. She's writing a book. I can't wait to buy that one. And she will share with people how DID does not mean that you're broken, but you can be healed. Okay, so not going to explain it right now. Dissociative Identity Disorder. They will hopefully change those words disorder soon because nobody has a disorder. If they had childhood trauma, it's because their right mode of the brain in the first year of life did not get the correct stimuli. And then as they got older, if there was neglect and frightening and frightened parents and whatever, they had a shit show. So yoga helps them to get their brain back on track and their ventral vagal nervous system put into place. So that will though unlock trauma memory, which is why it's good to have therapists around and to know about good psych education so that yoga doesn't bring a demon out of you but trauma memory yes as do the ascension energies by the way and so no not the 4d mystic lingo which is you're 
person who's a karmic is going to act. So no, that's, I didn't use the word karmic relationship for that reason. And when you discover that in your oversoul, there are people who will not move out of their <coughs> chosen soul age group and that they have a past and that they have a present and that the present means they're living their inner child as a teenager. That's not a person who is a dark aura or energy vampire or a siren or an evil piece of shit with an inner demon that you need to keep away because they're not part of your highest timeline because they don't vibe with you. No, that's a person who has childhood fucking trauma. They're not going to grow up. They got a clown face on. They're going to have mannerisms and they're going to have role play. And as a grown up that you are, you learn how to spell out to people like that. I'm not that role or I'm not that role anymore. Depends because sometimes we will have played a role, which is why a grown up knows how to not pout about the role that you got given because you will remember everywhere and any way, every step of the way, every step you take. So when we build relationships, we are creatures of habit. Okay, so a responsible human being is a conscious lover because we have meta-awareness. I'm aware of my thoughts and feelings, and I'm aware of taking a look at them every time I'm being presented an equation. This is why we're both determined and we have free will. The people who are in their 5D plane, okay, because you're aware of thoughts and feelings and you're consciously making choices as you build relationships because you know how to self-regulate your nervous system and be insecure in a secure attachment body, you know how to love yourself first. Okay, so that means I, Maria, here's why I'm protecting the future, by the way, and we all are, we know about our humanity. Okay, so by the way, for the title, it will be PTF because the whole protecting the future doesn't fit, but that's why I share with you sometimes this. So how you love yourself first is, by being able to regulate yourself. Now, as I described, it's when your sense of self feels felt. That is a healing potential for your implicit memory and your state of self that is going through change. The healing part and the change part, though, will be yours. So I can give you a message like I do with channeled guidance. I can match it and it will be harmonious to your ears, the next step is yours, which is why I mean nothing. I'm not the catalyst of change of you. And no one can stop you from moving anywhere. No person from your past that you play a role in. Because you can learn to be the grown-up version of you in those circles. Because you learn to love people for who they are. Gabor Matei, infants need a lovingly acceptance not to work for love and to all have all of those emotions come forth. Adults need the same. And the adults who are adults know how to do this. I know how to do this. An inner adult knows how to say, this is who I am. This is what you get. And that's it. It's the truth. I'm not lying. I'm not. No. When we learn to the right silence, it's omitting things because we learn how to handle what is called teenagers. Okay. So when people are not grown-ups, they're just not grown-ups to us. We don't care if they label us as evil, can evil mean evil, because nobody's trying to be nice. That's where 5D mystic is at. Nobody's nice. We all come from somewhere, one, home, two, we come from somewhere with our past lives. And the biggest, biggest inconsistency that I began immediately seeing from any mystic was, I'm special. <laughs> 
excuse me. I'm I'm special. I have Claire's. I come from this planet. Hmm. Do you know about how your lives moved forward? Do you know about the past, right? So you do know you will have been from the dark side and the light side. Uh, you call it what you will, but it means you will have been evil. Don't you know that? Like for real, not pretend. Okay, so let me share what a person, even without mysticism, contemplates in their meta-aware brain. When you hear about, because I was a teenager, I heard about karma and stuff like that. And when some things did take place in my lifetime, I said, well, remember, Maria, if the karma thing is real, then you must have done something bad in your life. And is it something that you're going to now insult yourself about? Or is it something that you're going to accept as a potential truth, which if it is, who am I to speak shit about anyone? <laughs> if I will have ever been evil in any of my past lives, and I'm saying the word evil in this case because people like to use it. I don't believe in evil. I believe in trauma. But let's move to nightmare land and let's talk about all of those people who got tortured during wars, soldiers, all this shit. I'm against anything that involves physical pain. But I know our past. And I am a mystic. And I'm not one that's going to lie to myself and say, oh, no, I for heaven's sake, or also say, yes, yes, for sure, but now let me go judge all these other people. Okay, so when you're a person who actually is coherent in your brain, and I seriously didn't understand how these people could not understand what they were doing, now I do, thank you, lovely therapists. So, when you know the land of equanimity, you don't need sad guru to instruct you, but those who are hearing sad guru, I wonder, if they know how they're doing it, and if they are. And I will know in the minute they tell me one thing. Even if I met a murderer, I would never in a million years condemn them to death. I would want them to get good therapy. And I would hear their story. And I would not flinch as long as they didn't have a weapon. And I would say, yes, I do love. I extend love. My, my heart, meaning, stays open as soon as I see a person. So this is where I'm explaining something. No one of you needs to be here. I'm trying to explain to you what enlightenment the human way is, what an actual mystic who's connected to the sphere of consciousness, which you will hear from Sadhguru, functional adult. I'm trying to explain to you your humanity. And this is where all the good trauma therapists, of course, they're helping people to get out of trauma. I'm here to inspire human potential. I'm not here just for one thing, meaning if you get to do personal development with me, great. I'm all on board with it. Of course, being yourself, this is what I'm all about, but I'm here for the future too. And my stories are human love narratives. So I'm not here to spread rumors. I'm here to be authentic as always. And that's why woo-woo pseudoscience, it's a label that pertains for those who believe that a mystic is woo-woo. And for the fact that I don't organize all the data correctly all the time, I'm going to fuck it up. And I'm also going to be unlikable. And that's okay. Uh, as a four-year-old going to my mother to cry because nobody wants to play with me. It was a legit sad girl. <laughs> I didn't feel unworthy. I got explained, you're too serious. You read too much. And I was like, well, I like reading. <laughs> I'm not going to stop reading because the children don't want to read. And the explanation gave me the answer to what was happening. And with meta-awareness, I was like, okay. 
And with God telling me, Marie, I made you the way I want you to be, and as a child, believing it to be true, without any of the attachment. Now I know the attachment trauma. I got held with equanimity. Thank you, Mother, for explaining to me things and helping me know that I'm worthy. But yeah, some kids won't like you because they won't match with you. That's all. That's all that's happening, which is why when your twin flame or flames don't love you the way you are because they don't want to be with you, <laughs> it's not a saga. It's more of, huh, okay, we don't match on certain things. And when it's solo poly life, you're good, <laughs> which is why you laugh. Wow, there's a word that matches who I am. <laughs> Look at that. I can use it. So it's not because we're alone, by the way, because mammals will not want to be alone. We have one, eight billion people on the face of this planet, so you're never going to be alone, even if you wanted to be alone, which is why it's ridiculous. And two, when you don't navigate life based on what people want from you, it's because you know how to love yourself first. Uh, this is who I am. No, no, no. So long story short, the part of why we do what we do, for those who have the human suffering, love narratives, they got a bunch of shit to share with you. I got a bunch of explanations and hypotheticals to share with you. <laughs> and this and that, so bringing in both. When we move forward and we move into our humanity, and so when you're able to navigate your relationships from being a functional adult, what's fun about this is being in a room with all different walks of life, okay? So we'll close on out with when people put you in their uh, chess board game and you fit a role, it's because you will have allowed it to happen. You will be consciously aware of it. I know I'm aware of every person in my life that is a consistent, secure connection. And so at a certain point throughout my years, yes, there are things that I reorganized. And how did I reorganize it? Through direct communication. No shame, no blame, no uh, insulting, no accusing, and no lecturing. So with Twin Flames, for example, I have not lectured any one of them. We have a harmonious relationship. And one of the instances I had to impart a very big directive and I got what I imparted because when you're unwilling to... No, this has nothing to do with me, actually. It has everything to do with trauma and with patterns and with soul age groups and with the fact that when people that you talk to do not have the ability to want to meet another person. It's because they choose you are not a person that they want to be conscious with. And that's because they are actually just there because of, uh, it's called when somebody is chasing a feeling. So the people who live out their trauma, and that would be where they're compulsively doing things, anything, the fucking, the, 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 the drinking, the drugging, but also the patterns of lying and cheating. And so they come in and out of people's lives. When you're just a pawn in a person's compulsive game, the minute you say, I'm not playing that, I'm not playing that, I'm not playing that, they're done. <laughs> they will get it because you're not playing and you're repeating yourself. And they are chasing just a feeling. They, they're not caring to build something with you. They're not conscious of you. They, if they cared, they would come to you and say, hey, how's it going? Hey, I wanted to hear about your next you know, book or whatever. They would, they would have these people that I'm talking about are people that you know, they know you. So we don't lose people. We don't say, you're, you're cut off because you don't know. We say, 
no to the things that we understand in time are being brought to us because a person actually has a specific way they want to build their relationships. That's exactly how a grown-up knows how to do it. So we don't say, you need to go to good therapy because you're a covert narcissist. <laughs> I personally have never diagnosed any of the people. If I have to sit down and analyze, of course I can give hunches, but I'm not a therapist. <laughs> and I would never do this disrespectful shit to people that I love if I'm having a conversation and people ask me questions. I can use my brain, yes, and I will. If I want to vent, I will. I will share something that took me to surprise. This is what it's called to have friends that you can consciously speak to. And when they are conscious too, they will not be judging your life. And that's where you only, a 5D mystic, in fact, speaks to adults. I don't speak to people who judge my loved ones anymore. I learned as I got older. In fact, I still to this day have to put up with things because I'm told, well, we all have different opinions about humanity. And put up with why? Because I unconditionally love humanity. And every person, as said guru and any guru will present to you, is a potential. They can heal. So all people in my oversoul, they can become their adults. And I'm not going to be the one who says you can become your mental and emotional adult and get secure attachment and self -reign. No, I'm not going to lecture them. I stopped lecturing as a teenager because I got talked sense by someone, my loved one, who said, you know, you really shouldn't go around telling people how to live their life because you don't listen to anyone. And it's really something that's annoying. And I thought about it. And I said, one, that's true. I don't listen to anyone. And so this makes me a hypocrite because now I'm going around trying to tell people what to do. Plus, I say that I love them unconditionally. So that makes me a hypocrite twice. And three, I don't listen to anyone. So I'm not really making a difference. And that's where you get out of being a teenager who thinks in black and white and say, yeah, wait a minute, flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable. I can be a grown-up and learn how to not say anything because do I like being told? I didn't give a shit. I was told something that was true. And I don't have to pout about it because that's when you have healthy self-worth. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's true. So I knew how to love myself first. I am a person who thinks I know it all, but I don't know it all for them because it's their body, their brain, their life, not mine. And again, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I want to maintain my value body, heart body, and stand for what I speak and preach, which is, I unconditionally love you. You be you, I'll be me. And that's how you grow up. And so no boxing gloves for the liars, the people who have the tendencies to project. No, no. Just knowing and learning how. So the right silence allows us to understand when you love yourself first that there can be a time where you will have to redirect people because they will have you fit a pawn in their game. And we don't go telling them about that. We also don't disengage from being a part of their life. Because as I was saying, they will, if they're open to their self, take the, mel the melody you sang to them and sing to them. So when I have friends who I'm in their life and they're in my life, and they walk a different path, it's beautiful when I can see that there's something that is supporting them. So you don't give up on life. And in this case, I'm thinking of a specific friend of mine that is someone who seeks support from me for things in time. And I'm still hoping and praying and, and I'm hoping to see in the years that to come that I am making a difference. But that will not be in today because the 
images, sensations, affects, meanings, and behaviors are for them to take when they come up. And this is where I can't physically do anything about that because it's their nervous system and it's their life and they don't want to go to therapy. And when you don't go to good therapy, this is where that's going to be left in your own hands. But what I do know, thank you, somatic experts, is that the body and the mind of people always is leading you back home to yourself. And so I trust in divine timing. But in this case, it's the human being who's their own divine person. So I continue to sing the song that can hopefully support a person. It's called, I love you just the way you are. You don't have to work for my love or change who you are. None of that. And we get to be friends and have fun together. And that's where conscious lovers are at. So looking forward to your questions. And please, again, remember, we don't live in anybody else's body. So Again, the home is where the heart is. We'll be back with more. Have a good one.